1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We've got a lot of ball to talk about. Lots and lots of basketball, high school, college, the Pacers, plus more. Right now, though, here's the star of our show. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him on a Friday night. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King.
0: Coach, what's going on? It's great to be with you on what is a great Friday night, busy weekend of hoops around the Hoosier State. We start with some Indiana High School basketball. Plenty of county tournaments are being played on both the boys' and girls' side. None more dramatic so far than the seventh place game from the Madison County Tournament. Alexandria outlasting Anderson Prep Academy, 73-63 in double overtime of, again, the seventh place game of the Madison County Tournament the lone other game that has gone final there Liberty Christian over Frankton for third place 49-41 other county tournament action for the boys Hendricks County Tournament Plainfield over Tri-West 64-43 and the Shelby County Tournament at Waldron over Southwestern Shelbyville 46-35 Indiana Pacers get a win tonight over Portland 108-99 also tell you about the Ball State Cardinals and also break down Purdue and IU last night opposite sides of the spectrum I'm Brendan King
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King with me with uh, Parker Webster, James Adams. Brendan King, give me the Ball State score. I can't wait.
0: Coach, halftime right now at Worthen Arena in Muncie. It is Akron 31, Ball State 28. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. 20 more minutes. 20 more minutes plenty 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 of time
1: we're going to get a call from david ehall on the ball state network later on after that game they're playing well um they're playing very well two really really cool last night you know just sit there you get to watch iu and purdue back to back thank you so much for the decision makers uh (laughs) in the big 10 and espn i appreciate your help um Two different games. Uh, we're going to talk about him at length tomorrow night. Um, it's just one of those things. Brendan, you're a hockey player, but a smart guy. Um, you need to make free throws. You need to guard people. Or you might not win. And uh, how about the Boilers? That was a great game. You talk about a battle. That was a battle. And um, the rookie knocks one down. It had been a problem for Purdue. Throwing to the post, you kick out, they had not knocked down some shots, and I think they would admit that that wasn't the best game they'd play. play. You win win at Ohio State, take it, get on the bus, and get out of there as fast as you can. What's up with you? Tell me, you've been hosting that daily show on our flagship station in Indy, all the buzz about – Colts are going to wrap it up. Mercifully, this thing's coming to an end. My goodness. Um, I'm like everyone else. Please make this go away. Uh, And it's about to wrap up uh, on Sunday.
0: Coach, it is about time when it comes to that. But I did want to say about Purdue, I think you made a great point there that Purdue beat Ohio State and got the hell out of Columbus with a win when they didn't maybe have their best stuff. But coach, no, if you're gonna no. go if you're gonna go win the Big Ten, if that is a goal, how many games are you gonna have to win like that? Because surely you can't bring your best stuff to the table every single night in the Big Ten. That's impossible Correct. for how grueling of a league it is. So coach, you're gonna have to find ways to win. And then secondly, on the Colts. Uh, Coach, it's kind of wild that this Sunday there is zero playoff implications. That's clear. Sam Ellinger is (laughs) going to start at quarterback. But Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. is a window that the Houston Texans could lose the first overall pick in the NFL draft. That's kind of taken over as the story this week because both the Texans and the Colts and the Bears and the Vikings, each of those games are at 1 o'clock on Sunday. But if the Texans Mm. beat the Colts, and then the Bears lose to the Vikings, that would mean Mm -hmm. the Bears would own the first overall pick in this year's NFL draft Mm -hmm. coach, and maybe... Maybe if the Colts like a particular guy at the top of the draft, they could be Mm -hmm. more inclined. This is completely hypothetical, but they could be more inclined to trade with the Bears at that number one pick than the Texans because Houston would never trade that Mm -hmm. pick Mm -hmm. to a division opponent. Chicago, maybe. So there is a a little storyline action when it comes to this Sunday and it comes to draft picks
1: since I as you know since I don't pay attention to it uh, I kind of have a few other things to pay attention to mm-hmm. like 400 plus uh, high school teams and college teams in the state of Indiana that occupies my tam- my time in terms of preparation so is there anybody out there as a, a quarterback who can be drafted that's taking this group to the promised land?
0: Well, Coach, I've always been a fan of Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, who, of course, competed in the national championship here last year. By all accounts, mm-hmm. Bryce Young is at the top of those QB leaderboards. But, uh, Coach, based off of what we saw in the college football playoff, uh, he may have lost, but C.J. Stroud looked really, really good for Ohio mm-hmm. State. So, really, it's kind of the A. Bryce Young, B. C.J. Stroud, as in prize jewels of this draft. But clearly, Coach, over the years we have seen guys fall, taking to account Lamar Jackson, who fell into the 30s, and Lamar Jackson's now an MVP candidate every year. So, you really, you never uh, know, but this is right. a situation, Coach, where if you like your guy and you want to get your guy, <laughs> uh, you're going right. to have to pull out all the stops to do it.
1: Right. I've always uh, believed, you know, as a talk show host, I talk about things I know about. Uh, I'm not in the NFL or NBA personnel business. I trust that to the other people uh, with this minor caveat, uh, the people who've made those decisions for the, the Colts. Uh, have not hit too many home runs lately, a.k.a. their offensive line, which is uh, vastly overpaid in terms of what their performance has shown. And so you're going to trust all this to one single draft choice. Mm, Good luck on that. Short break. We'll come back. We'll talk a lot of ball. We have a lot of high school and college basketball to talk about. Don't forget to join us tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Don't forget to join us. We're going to be uh, talking about a lot of of basketball on the show. So there's that. All right, coming up, short break. We'll come back and talk more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We are so glad you could join us. Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone's added to the donor transplant waiting list. There are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, their website, Driven, the number two, save .org. make sure you do that it's very very important all right so we have a lot of basketball to talk about tonight I'm glad you're with us just a small reminder for everybody january the 22nd is the pairing show for the girls tournament <laughs> just 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 let that sink in okay it's coming up it's coming up very very soon uh, I for one am very excited about it, and I, I'm sure you are too. So uh, that's coming up, and then the uh, boys uh, pairing shows the 19th of February. So we uh, it'll be here before we know it. All both of them, and they they should be tremendous in terms of how competitive they normally are. They're always pretty good, but uh, just to have kind of a feeling about this time around. So. Uh, make sure you join Greg Rakestraw and me for those upcoming pairing shows. And so try to have some fun. Try to make a, make a night of it and really have a great time and figure out who's going to be playing whom. All right, tomorrow night on the show, I hope you join us. A lot of college basketball coming up tomorrow. Uh, later tonight, we're going to talk about Ball State and Toledo. Tomorrow, we'll be talking about the University of Illinois-Chicago, or UIC as we call them. They'll be at Indiana State in a Valley matchup. SIUE, Southern Illinois-Edwardsville will be at Southern Indiana. Uh, IUPUI on the road at Youngstown State, very important uh, Horizon League matchup for the Jags. Notre Dame's at North Carolina. Valparaiso at Bradley. Milwaukee at Fort Wayne. Goshen at Marion. Huntington at Bethel u at Drury, Taylor at uh, uh, St. Francis, uh, Indiana-Westland at Grace. There's that. That's the best game of the day right there. Uh, IWU at Grace, Worcester at Wabash, Anderson at Franklin College, plus others. And on Sunday, Northwestern will be at Bloomington, taking on the Hoosiers. Purdue will be at Penn State. Butler travels to Seton Hall, so uh, – Got a, lot of, got a lot of basketball to talk about coming up tomorrow. And, uh, again, the uh, important time of year. You're getting into conference play uh, for everyone. Um, you don't want to start out behind the, uh, the rest of the pack by not playing well out of the gate. Uh, and it is hard, okay? It's very, very hard to win college basketball games on the road, especially in conference play. The numbers are kind of staggering, quite frankly. About 70% of the time you went on the road or you went at home in college uh, in conference play. So I know that a lot of discussion about officiating and coach being over here and coach being over there. And since I was not a, a well-behaved coach, um, I kind of come down on the side of uh, I, I wasn't there courtside. I didn't hear what was said. I didn't see what was said. Um, I I don't let that overshadow the point that IU didn't make free throws when they needed to, didn't defend the way they needed to, they were terribly inconsistent offensively, and that they still have a, a major, major issue winning games on the road. And that is a problem. And so, uh, rather than focus on whether this coach should have done that or not done that or this, that, and the other, uh, Make plays. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a miss or make game. It's really pretty simple. Miss or make. You need to make more than you miss. Coming up, we're going to talk some more basketball in Indiana Sports Talk.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk, continuing our coverage of high school basketball around the state to begin things. Starting in some uh, county tournaments with the Sugar Creek Tournament, Southmont defeated Western Boone by 8-48-40. Then Crawfordsville took care of North Montgomery. That's a final 48-34. One game in the Wayne County Tournament for a championship, Northeastern Hammers Centerville, 63-38. to Elsewhere on the board, side, it was Wapahani by a Penny against Eastern Hancock. Good ball game, 52-51. Warren Central defeated Lawrence North, 66-51 as Washington. They blast North Knox, 68-25. It was Western over West Lafayette, 61-54. 59-47 final as Westfield beats Yorktown. Westview puts up 81 and beats LaVille, 81-62. Zionsville, big defensive effort against Brabuff Jesuit. They the Eagles, 48-35 winners. It was Silver Creek over Eastern Peakin peak 71-60. Sheridan beats Tri-Central, 63-48. To the girls' side, county tournaments in Hendricks County, Danville. They blast Tri-West, 63-22. And Brownsburg, they hammer Avon, 64-42. At halftime right now from Muncie, Ball State actually within a point. Last second basket was good. 31-30 Akron up on Ball State. 20 minutes to go. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Don't forget to keep sending us scores, videos, pictures of games you attended. Tonight around the state, we appreciate that. That's at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Lots of basketball to talk about. College basketball will be uh, part of that discussion. Fun time. Glad you all got a chance to get out during the holiday season and watch some tremendous basketball games around our state on the boys and girls side. Uh, there were plenty of tremendous tournament opportunities some regular season games and um we we always encourage you to do that get out and support the the kids in your community and buy a ticket and help them uh, support their programs and so thank you for doing that brendan king on the scoreboard update he is the minister of information the secretary of scores mr king how are you tonight
0: Coach, doing terrific. Glad to have a full weekend with you. I'm with you both nights, and great to get this (laughs) in now because next weekend I am pretty busy with some work for the Marquee Network. I will be at Chicago Cubs Convention in Chicago, and that will take up my weekend. So let's have some fun the next couple of so days. So
1: what's the what's Cubs convention like for a guy like you? With everybody wanting to come by and just get your autograph and <laughs> hang out?
0: And, yeah. and, and no. Chat it
1: up about the Cubs?
0: No, especially, you know, it's kind of fun. I was texting uh, with Tucker Barnhart, great Brownsburg native who just signed with the Cubs. You're quite the name dropper tonight now. I'm, okay. Yeah. I you, you that's know, good. Tucker, he's a good, fe- he's a good friend of our guy JMV. So I was put in touch right. with Tucker through JMV and, you know, talking with Tucker that we're going to do an interview together at Cubs convention. But no, coach, when when fans walk into the ballroom and they see me interviewing Tucker Barnhart, the the autograph requests... Will be for Mr. Barnhart, but I will say, Coach, that as a as you know, Chicago native and a diehard Cubs fan right. since I was a kid, we just didn't. I have— I still love you. Right. We my, my family just did not have the extra cash to go to Cubs convention because it is quite expensive. Right. Um. So to be able to go there now and do it from a media side, that's pretty special because I can see kids all over there who love the Cubs as much right. as I did when I was a kid, and that brings a smile on my face.
1: That's good stuff. All right, so scores are coming in. Uh, we're, we're seeing them. We, we've got some games. You already talked about some overtime games. I know that's one of your favorite particular things. And also, this time of year, you, uh, you have county tourneys and other kind yeah. of tourneys. So I grew up in Hendricks County, as everybody knows. Uh, my favorite team advances to the championship game uh, with a win over Tri-West. you got the Madison County tourney, Shelby County tourney, uh, the Sugar Creek tourney. Wayne County, I'm sure a Chicago guy, you don't know where these counties are, so if I mm-hmm. get a chance, I'll give you a, a geography lesson, but um, you know, it, it's a great time of year. We had tourneys uh, during the holidays. You still have this this first or second week in uh in um january is one where you have a lot of county attorneys and so it's a fun fun time it's still the weather's good it's cooperating so people should be at games uh and as you mentioned though you know the big double overtime game so far alexandria over anderson prep academy in the madison county tournament for seventh place that's quite a game
0: that is quite the game, Coach. And to be honest with you, my knowledge of Indiana counties—it's still going. It's still going. But I will say, uh, I have Marion County and St. Joseph County on lock because that's where my paychecks come from. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, I'm still learning. I'm still learning.
1: All right, here's what you need to know. You're in—you're in, you're, you're currently in Marion County. Yes. I'm in Johnson County. Yes. Grew up in Hendricks County. Um. There are plenty of great, great counties, great matchups. I wish we'd had a county tournament a hundred years ago when I was still in high school. We didn't have one, so kinda kinda missed that. So all right. College basketball. What games are you watching tomorrow on college basketball? Well, coach. Tell me about uh, your bulldogs. Yeah. Go back. Give me some news on your bulldogs, will you?
0: Well, it looks like everybody's healthy, coach. You know, they had that nine o'clock game on Wednesday night and coach nine o'clock games on Wednesday night. they they can drag a little bit for sure, especially if, you know, it was a winter break game again. Still on Butler's campus, I was there. So when you, when you get to that point, you got to find a way to build up your own energy. I thought Thad has done a pretty good job leading Butler in that department. They play with a lot of energy. Everybody's finally healthy. Ali Lee's playing some good ball. Jalen Thomas seemingly has rocked back from that severe medical condition very well. He's in the starting lineup now. Right. But You're going to get a good test tomorrow, Coach, against the Shah- Shaheen Holloway. Led Seton Hall team. It's never easy to play on the road, first of all, in college basketball. That's a given. Never easy, even Which, more so, yeah. to play on the road in Big East basketball. But especially to go to Seton Hall, a team that's physical as anybody. Shaheen Holloway is a great coach. Those of us in Indianapolis learned that last year when you know he beat Kentucky and right, right. Purdue with with St. Peter's. So, you know, dogs are going to have to be ready. But a couple nice wins. Georgetown, DePaul, you're back on track a little bit. Let's see if you can go all around. Right, on a run. right.
1: So is that uh Seton Hall game tomorrow or is it Sunday?
0: I believe it's tomorrow. But All right. we can All right. we might uh, we it, might just double it is check, tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8:30. tomorrow. Tomorrow at
1: eight thirty. Tomorrow tomorrow at eight thirty, late game. Late uh, game. late game. Okay. Um
0: Yikes. We don't like that. Well, 9 o'clock's even worse, Coach. What would you do if you had to coach in a 9 o'clock game on a Wednesday night?
1: Uh, Coach as hard as I could. (laughs) Uh, And I would would have – it wouldn't have been an issue to keep my kids up late at night so they can get used to staying up late. The issue would have been for me, I would have had to work to to stay up late. I remember – Uh, My first year at Franklin College, we played in the NAI National Tournament in the first year. We played the last game of the first round, and tip-off time was, I think, 8.30, Indianapolis time. Mm. And we play Hawaii Hilo, uh, lose on a shot at the buzzer Mm. from midcourt. We're at the free throw line, one-on-one, our best free throw shooter at the line. They have no timeouts brick rebound outlet catch heave horn boom Ooh. and the rule was after you lose you have to be on the first available plane out of Kansas City which for us was 7am so yikes you can imagine yikes, yikes. Uh, my players took a uh, my players took a unique approach They decided to stay out all night, so (laughs) we caught them on the bus and got them out to the airport. So, all right, we're coming up with Brendan King. He's got a lot of scores coming up at the top of the hour. This is Indiana Sports Talk.